I'm excited to have back on the show Dr. Bob Wild. He is a sports podiatrist and host of the popular sports doctor. Welcome back, Dr. Bob. Hey, it's Christine. It's nice to be back. Uh, Christine's one of the gals that I trade quote unquote radio shows with, uh, <laughs> where we've done each other's radio show. And, and yes, uh, you know, the, the role of the foot in sports. And I'm uh, very excited about that. I co authored a book a year and a half ago, Christine. Hashtag Hey Sports Parents, <laughs> yes. which is a huge, huge topic when we're talking about, about youth sports. So, uh, yes, and, and people could find out more information if they want to know about anything. Like, uh, they can go to sportsdoctorradio.com. And if you go over the radio shows, you can go back years and see who was on, what were the topics, and it's fun to be back with you. Yes, and you have it's a weekly um, radio show. And tell us some of the guests that, that you've interviewed. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I've probably had a thousand guests, give or take a few. Um, I've really been involved in the radio for like 35 years. And uh, I, uh, people in the world of sports medicine, fitness, wellness, and all their tentacles, nutrition, high performance, uh, and with a weaving um, theme of uh, the role of the foot. But I've done more shows with experts around the world on concussions. Mm. Uh, than, I, than I probably have on podiatry. Uh, so uh, I've been very, very fortunate. I, I'm like a walking encyclopedia with some of the expertise that I've, I've had on. You're a good example. You were a great story, and you are, uh, were a great example of uh, uh, you know somebody who became a champion real fast. <laughs> you know, you had to deal with it. Uh, so a lot of topics... Uh, and the uh, role, the new role of mind-body, you pay big attention to. You know, it's amazing, Christine. Everybody I talk to from around the world, whether they're authors, whether they're trainers, whether they're doctors, of course, the COVID has affected everybody in every way possible. And it's been a, of course, and it still is an incredible challenge. Um, in, in all areas, including sports and fitness, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And youth and sports, right? I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. Adult sports. Yes. You know, I, I haven't been able to go to my gym for six, eight months. You know, it was like, wow, what a shock that was. You know, trying to fit in different ways to safely be able to uh, uh, continue to, to stay active. And, you know, again, one of the big topics, of course, we talk about is, is you, your area, the idea of um, running the goal of staying out of trouble, because probably a third to a half of even recreational runners are dealing with various kinds of overuse problems. And we want to um, uh, really talk about, for all of your people, um, you know, what some of them are and what, what, what's important to pay attention to. Regardless of your level, whether you're the top runner in the country on the left or you're someone, you know, a senior citizen who just wants to uh, walk or jog a few days a week. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to be talking about, actually, we are talking about keeping runners safe from common overuse injuries and and, you know, it's a great um, activity right now, um, especially during the pandemic, that we can 
lace up our shoes, but at the same time, we want to be very, you know, keeping injuries safe. And, um, and some of the common injuries, would it be like runner's knees? Runner's knee, I should yeah, say? The, the, I'll give you uh, uh, things we pay big attention to. The most common problem I've seen over the decades in running is plantar fasciitis. Mm. Problems with the arch and heel. Uh, and uh, the most, that, that's the most common uh, problem. And uh, uh, another common problem we see in, in the running-related world, again, runner's knee abuse. And there's a couple of factors that we want to be paying big attention to when the number one goal is how do I stay out of trouble? Mm. And we want to be able to, number one, stay away from what I call the terrible twos, which is doing too much being too aggressive and just pushing it. So we have to pay attention to our history and if we've had a joint problems. Shin splints is one of the running related problems we see and often it's foot mechanics related. So we pay a big attention to what is your history? Have you had back problems? Have you had knee problems? Have you had uh, foot and ankle uh, problems? What kind of shoe are you in? You know, are you in the best shoe for you? You know, it's a great, great topic because it's amazing, Christine. Half of us are are still aren't even fit properly, Hmm. including athletes. Can you imagine that if that stat's even close? Yeah, (laughs) unbelievable. uh, Yes. People say, well, you know, I'm this size and I'm just going to, you know, buy it online and, and, and whatever. And with sizing which is what made New Balance famous, is one of the great examples of, of having uh, mistakes. So we want to pay attention. And if you go to your running shoe um, store, uh, where, which is usually well-educated, and uh, if you have a history of problems, I would, I would see podiatry. But again, number one, heel problems in plantar fasciitis. All of the foot, metatarsal-related problems in runners that could sometimes be related to stress fractures or something uh, uh, that sometimes we see. Achilles tendon problems, another common problem. You know, the Achilles tendon is one of the biggest, strongest attachments in the body. And many times we see whether you're a heel striker or you're someone who's running on a ball of your feet, um, that we would be another one of these common. Now, Overuse doesn't mean there's a specific history of something happening, which is an acute injury, Christine. Oh, you know, I, I, I sprained my ankle. You know, I really twisted my knee. Oh, it hurt. Overuse is much more subtle. I don't remember, Dr. Weil, when my ankles really started bothering me. Uh, it just started bothering me and it's kept up. And these are the kinds of things we want to pay attention to. Uh, in the world of running, where we're hitting the ground, we're hitting the ground with about triple our weight, even in light to moderate jogging. You know, in my figure skaters, which is one of my big subspecialties, and I've told you before that one of my tremendous poster boys is the, the 2010 men's Olympic gold medalist, Evan Lysacek, was 10 years old when I put orthotics in the skates. 
I'm still putting orthotics in 10-year-old skates. <laughs> so we really want to pay. And running, again, is, is, is one foot in front of the other. If you look at your footprints in the snow, and it's going to snow here in Chicago, man. You're going to get a lot of snow. If you look at your footprints walking, you'll notice there's a distance between your feet. Some people are uh, with their toes pointing straight. Other people might be out-toed. But there's a different distance between your ankles. If you then start running and you look at your footprints, you see that one foot's behind the other. And it's a, a, it's a whole different mechanical stress mm. um, you know, to the body. And years ago, Christine, when we used to scream, I'm going to age myself, to our serious runners, especially with this famous sports trainer that I spent decades with, the famous Bob Guida. So we saw the John McEnroe's and the Walter Payton's and the Jimmy Connor, all these different athletes. And he would make such a big deal that runners should be strength trained. Hmm. And, you know, uh, nobody wanted to hear it. If you want to be a better runner, do more running. And that's when we started running into, pardon the pun, you know, more and more problems as the attitude of more is better. You know that. You were a competitor. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's something you mentioned, like pushing through the pain. Like if it's a, a, a nagging injury or nagging pain, I should say, you're, it's, you might have it, then the next day you're okay, and the other days you're okay, but it's when is the constant pain that you, that you get? Well, it's a great point, because again, slight things usually are aggravated, mm. and usually we see that, again, sometimes overuse starts out exactly like that. Mm. I tell people all the time, if you see this is either repetitive, whatever the problem is, or recurrent, you know, man, my heel was bothering me. It got better. You know, this is the third time it started bothering me. This is when we pay big attention to what's your foot mechanics. Do you have high arches? Are you pronate? Pronation is the biggest concern many times we see. Excessive pronation. Excessive uh, rolling into the foot. So if your problem, again, is either persistent or recurrent, then you want to start paying attention. Number one, back off mm. your intensity and your mileage, for example. Uh, and then find out what you're dealing with. Most uh, people who run uh, uh, you know, consistently recreationally many times have a physical therapist, a sports doctor, a podiatrist that they've dealt with over the years. Uh, and if, if we don't, we would see there's so many physical therapy groups, again, who could pay attention to, um, you know, uh, why something is, is recurrent. Now, another big important point where we see many runners, like other athletes, will start saying, well, you know, I'm taking, you know, over-the-counter Advil twice a day, and uh, that's kept me in the game, and I'm living on it. Big problem. You know, uh, nobody has to talk about the problems with pain medicine. <laughs> yeah. That this nightmare that was there's a chapter in my book, hashtag a sports parent. It's called Youth Sports and Drugs: The Challenge. And I'm not talking about uh, illicit or old. I'm talking about over-the-counter routine Advils and pain medicines in order to, you know, uh, continue to push through. What started out as a problem, the ball was bothering me, it's on and off, it came back, hey, gee, now i got a stress fracture. 
mm. because we didn't pay attention. So uh, I think, so if somebody in, t- in a time frame, I would say to you, you know, Christine, give yourself two weeks to number one, back off 50% uh, in intensity and mileage. Now, if somebody's hurting all the time they run, I'd be a walker for a couple of weeks. And I would, you're just not smart to try to push through this because many times we'll see if you favor that foot enough, no wonder your hip hurts. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And you know, is it important to do a warm up before stretching? Like, how are there, are there some tips that you can do, like run on flat surfaces? Yeah, I'll tell you, man, if you, you know, what you did as a kid, where you hop and move side to side is as good a warm-up as there exists mm. in, in reality. Static stretching a lot of times causes more trouble mm. uh, than, than it prevents. I tell people, hey, listen, walk briskly for a few minutes, do some movement, walk backward, take some side to side, excellent way um, to warm up. But your point is very, very well taken. I don't want anybody running out the door. Stupid. Mm. So even if we said, hey, listen, I want you to, you know, uh, do a brisk walk for a few minutes, get those arms moving, get those legs moving, have some fun, do a little bit of skipping, uh, and then phase into what you're doing is, is, is excellent. Um, and then there's the two exercises, exercise concepts that I want you and your friends to get. And number one, strengthen your feet and ankles, runners. Do a good rubber band program, which is fabulous and really strengthening all areas of your foot, ankle, shins, all those muscles. Um, and number two, work balance. You know, get on those BOSUs, do some tilt board work. Um, posturally, it's just one of the, you know, if we put sensors all over your body and I have you balance on a mini tram, for example, Every light on your body will light up because <laughs> every muscle and think about it again with the running, Bob Guide again would say strengthen the brakes and people would say, why do you talk? And he was talking about, again, working on all the, all these stabilizers. This is where orthotics play a big role in my world, whether you're a triple jumper and figure skating or you're a serious cross country kid or you're somebody who just wants to be able to run. One of the groups I play around with is the 65-year-old runners uh, groups. And one of my guests, Chrissy, just briefly, Noah Perlis, who's like a, uh, an art entrepreneur and whatever, uh, at 72, 73 years old, he's still a competitive sprinter. Hmm. <laughs> oh. So when we talk about the idea of uh, working the feet and ankles, uh, just include it in your workout and include some good balance work. Uh, and again, you could use tilt boards. Uh, uh, people can, uh, people who are a little bit older can be holding on and balancing on one foot. Uh, runners uh, can be standing and balancing on different areas of a mini tram, for example. Uh, and then you are. You're strengthening the brakes, Christine. Mm. 
So when wanted this was in my lead into the orthotics that I know you and I had wanted you wanted me to talk about the alignment the the alignment of the body really is related to and, and many times is a result of your foot mechanics. Those terms you and all your runners know pronation and supination. Two normal foot and ankle motions that occur simultaneously like in three body planes like imagining somebody's foot rolling in, getting flexible. When we have problems that are persistent or recurrent, then many times we're looking to pay big attention to those factors. The goal of orthotics in general is to put your foot lower leg in its best alignment. Yeah, Dr. Bob, you know, you could be a runner, like you've been running for like, maybe 15 years and then everything's going along so well but then you need orthotics so it your feet changes right like your biomechanics well true but i have a better word for you whether you would need orthotics i'd say whether you benefit mm. uh big difference uh sometimes when we're talking prevention or, or, or performance so, uh, but again, the, the strengthening of the body and staying out of trouble as many times just is important. Uh, so that, again, the role of orthotics, of pronation and supination are motions that basically, pronation is when you hit with your heel and you absorb shock, your foot rolls in, your foot shapes to the ground and your whole knee rolls in. Hmm. That's why many times when your foot rolls in excessively, your knee twists excessively, a la uh, sometimes mm-hmm. the runner's knee. And, and, and that lasts, that flexible shock absorbing position lasts until you bear weight. Once you bear weight, the word supination, lining up where you push off like a lever, is the ideal position. Here's one of the keys. Many times orthotics are positioners. They're mm-hmm. to get that foot to supinate or become a rigid lever on time so that you're pushing off with more efficiency. And this is one of the things that we're looking to pay attention to if we see, you know, Christine's talking about the fact that that inside of her knee has become a problem. And, uh, uh, you know, this can happen to somebody who's been running uh, sometimes decades. And, uh, you know, this is one of the things like, hey, if you're a serious runner, you should be including a massage therapist mm-hmm. in your world, um, uh, et cetera. So orthotics can be, and very importantly, can be a performance enhancer. You know, my son is very, very talented, or someone's a very, very talented runner, uh, and, and does including proper custom orthotics enhance performance, and the answer is, very, very often, yes, which is a big deal. Besides saying, oh, someone's hurting. Oh, you know, they've got a problem. Instead of saying, you know, my daughter is a very talented cross-country runner, and we want to stay out of trouble, uh, would orthotics be a, a, a smart move? Of course, I'm prejudiced, but I say absolutely yes. Mm. So many benefits and enhance performance and, and keep you in the game. And... No, I mean, it's, it's just, uh, you know, wonderful, you know, getting the proper fitted shoes and orthotics. What about, I want to talk about uh, uh, roots. Like if you are running a lot of hills in your 
in your roots, it's good to change it up, run on flat surfaces and then run on, you know, do some hills, but not always the same route where there are so many hills because that could lead to injury perhaps. Well, that's high performance. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you talked about the big difference between running on a flat surface and running hills or running trails. And many times we start to see, and again, I, I want to make sure we pay attention to, you know, all the hoopla is less better, is less shoe better, is less shoe better. And in, in, in generalities, we've seen more, more problems with trying to get less and less lighter shoe uh, than, uh, than before. But if you're on unstable surfaces, and sometimes cross trainers and trail shoes become very important because you have to worry about you know, side-to-side -side stability, mm. um, which is not a running shoe. And at the same time, yes, the, the, uh, that's high performance. You're running up and down hills, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're tripling forces. Yes, and what about backward running? That, that helps, right? Um... You know, if you mix it up, I had a, a, a great friend, this a former Marine, and he was a really character. And he ran one of the July 4th uh, uh, free milers backwards. Wow. And he was very, very competitive. But if you could, again, even imagine in yourself during your run or during your fitness run, doing a little bit of skipping, doing a little bit of side-to-side -side mm -hmm. kind of motion, including backwards, then you are, again, um, trying to stay away from, uh, you know, we call it, again, besides overuse, you've got what we call repetitive motion injuries. Where mm -hmm. again, you're doing the same thing with the same part of the body. And this is one of the challenges of, um, of running. It's not like you're on a tennis court running in 10 different directions up and back and changing position. Running is the same thing consistently. And that brings its, um, uh, its challenges which is why we pay big attention. I don't care what your level of running is. Strengthen those feet and ankles and include some good balance work in your workout. Mm. I'll tell you, Liz, that there's a fabulous piece of equipment, and World of Running is really, really included. It's called the Sand Dune Stepper. Mm. And if people go to Instagram, they can see also the Sand Dune Stepper simulates like being barefoot on the sand and really being able to work all of those smaller muscles of the feet and lower legs that we just never do because we're never on unstable surfaces unless you're at the beach. So um, that's the kind of ingenuity that sometimes we want to see included, especially, again, if you're a hill runner and we will be saying, you know, um, you got to pay attention to strength and stability. Well, great information. Dr. Bob, is there anything else you'd like to add? I think, again, the two areas that everybody finds so important if, if you're a runner, it's a select group in so many ways, great tradition. Some of the uh, uh, most intelligent patients I've ever met were runners well-educated in the sport and whatever, sometimes they're the biggest pain in the neck. <laughs> when I'm trying to get them to back off. Uh, but, uh, again, pay attention to the pearls we talked about, uh, you know, which is make sure you're in the best properly fit shoe, 
pay attention to your history regarding seeing podiatry and getting evaluated mechanically if you've got a history of problems and pay big attention to off, you know, running strengthening and then, uh, you know, try to stay out of trouble, right? Yes. <laughs> and if people want to listen to your show and, and, you know, get more information, where can they go? Uh, again, sportsdoctorradio.com is a great overview of all sorts of stuff. Um, but uh, the bbsradio.com slash sports doctor uh, is another way to find out all about the show and see who have been some past guests. And, and I'll tell you quickly, Christine, the, I have over 30,000 followers on uh, Twitter, and we pay lots of attention to great uh, uh, sports medicine information. So do you. Um, at Sports Doc, DOC Radio. So, pleasure to be with you. Absolutely. Um, time flew by. It sure did, and I like you to come back on the show. And yeah, count on me. We'll come up with something where you can count on me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Bob. Thank you. Stay safe, everybody. Stay informed.